Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we talk about finding the friend who helps us live in freedom, truth, and love. That's the truth. Are we on? Are we on? Your love. Oh, that's a good song, man. Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast. Podcast. You, you can't cannot live, live without. without. That's right. Who is this? <laughs> Jackie Wilson. Oh, Jackie Wilson. Oh, my God. No one knows who Jackie Wilson is. Yeah. Have you ever seen Jackie Wilson dance? It's another worship song. Uh, yeah, you, because you sent me the video. That's right. Jackie Wilson was, uh, I think, in the 50s, I believe. I don't, think, don't quote uh, me. I think 60s. But 60s? Yeah, I think. I don't know. But uh, he had a short life here on this uh, planet. Yeah. And and well, so welcome to the, our, our, we, this, our music nostalgia. Yeah, our music nostalgia. Hey, I want to say, uh, give a shout out to some folks. Uh, uh, we've been getting some texts uh, oh, wow. from folks, which is cool. My mom's been texting me, which yeah. is neat. And uh, my uh, and uh, our friend uh, Sam lives in uh, Harlem. Yeah, man, Sam, um, that was a great text. Yeah, that was an awesome text. We appreciate that. That was great. Uh, another shout out, uh, which by the way, our text number is 757-676-9281, 757-676-9281. If you if have you a question, question or a comment, comment or something that yeah. we want to talk about. Quick, quicker way to get to us. Yeah. Um, so uh, Tina comes home from her um, her Thursday night uh, Bible study at, uh, at our church. And um, Tina goes to a Bible study. Tina goes to a Bible study. Good for yeah, her. she goes to a Bible study with uh, a bunch of ladies. It's a really good uh, Bible study. Gracie, Gracie Morales is the. Oh, uh, uh, give the last name again. Morales. 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 That, that's probably Spanish, right? Yes, yes. She's. You know, uh, when it's a Greek name, it ends with the S. So that's why I perked up. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Greek, okay, well, give Greek, me, give me an example of a Greek name. Marulis. Marulis. Right. Okay. Morales is probably it's Spanish or Mexican. Sisipas. Sisipas. That's right. Yeah. Seretis, which is my. Seretis. Is that how I was supposed to be saying your name? That's my real name. Seretis. Seretis. Nico Seretis. Nico Seretis. Hey, do y'all hear that? Look at that accent. I can talk like this, but I can also talk like Greek. Okay. Well, I wanted to say last night Bible study. They got to talking about. Uh, becoming yourself, hearing your name, which is something I think we want to talk about today. And uh, Tina's friend, uh, Cindy, okay. who is one of our members of our tribe, okay. listens week by week. Hey, Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Uh, told everybody about uh, trying to hear her name and couldn't remember where she heard someone talk about that. And Tina goes, no, oh, it's on Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast. Okay. And so uh, I heard that uh, all the Bible study ladies... <laughs> Uh, downloaded our our podcast or or went and looked at our podcast last night so that's that's great we want to welcome new listeners um, so what are we talking about I would like to talk about um, I would like to talk about Jesus okay uh, and authentic self authentic self yeah Jesus and authentic self okay wow uh I, I know what you're kind of going to, but let's talk about what n- what is not authentic self. Uh, wow. Okay. Wasn't. What do you think it is? Oh, since you threw it at me, give me an give me yeah. an idea. What's an, uh, well, I've got some ideas. I got well, one thing is being someone that you're not. Yep. Uh, and, and this is what I mean because it can it can really fall into uh, your life. Like, uh, I'll just give you an example. My dad. My dad was a kind of a uh, we'll just call him a leader or owner or whatever you want to call him. Through intimidation, um, he could intimidate you, and he made things move 
the way he wanted to move. He was a truth teller, but he would use truth. He would shade the truth with falsehoods and would make you feel bad about yourself. Bottom line, I took that. Uh, uh, what are we talking about again? Authentic. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. I yeah. took that. I took that kind of self that he had, and I tried to put it into my life, and it didn't fit. And I had to do that for years and years till I realized that was not my authentic self, and I was different. I was not like my dad. I'm not criticizing my dad. I was just saying he's a, he was a different person. So I took that false identity or false authentic self, and I tried to mold it to my life, and it didn't work. And finally, I found my own authentic voice. So being being inauthentic, not not being yourself. Um, I wonder if your dad, if we could have a discussion with him, would say that intimidating people and making people feel less than or or keeping them in subjection was his authentic identity. I, I bet he would say no. I bet he wouldn't like that characterization. No. He might not even, he probably, if he's like most people, he didn't even know it. It's taken a lifetime for you to realize that you know, adopting these certain things um, put on top of your, uh, you know, it's kind of like the thing you wear on top of your, hmm. your authentic self. You put on these coats, these, these clothes, and you wear them around. Um, I know I talk about Tim Keller uh, from time to time here. Um, his uh, analogy of this was that people put on suits mm-hmm. and um, yeah. that one of the jobs of uh, followers of Christ is to be there when people's suits rip because they, they do rip. They, they, ha- they, they, have, they get shabby and they have holes in them. And I guess our friend Mike Wells would say, he would call it the rabbit suit. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, yeah. you, you hop around. Why do you hop around though? I mean, why why would you have hopped around as an intimidator uh, and a um, controller? Well, I think the better question is, how do you? Okay, listen, I, I don't know. I don't know his past and how what he faced as a child. Or no, I'm asking you, why did you do it? Oh, well, that's a that's, uh, why did I do it? Yeah. Wow, that's an even better question. I did it because I don't think I knew anything better. I just adopted to uh, what were my surroundings and what I grew up with. That, that's it. I never, yeah, listen, ultimately the answer is the Holy Spirit. Christ started to show me things more and more about myself. And and just really recently, this past several years, that the Holy Spirit really gave me a direction of who, my, who I am really. Right. Well, here's what we believe. This is our theory of the world. Here's a theory of the world. That you were born for God, but you were born without God. That's who every single one of us is. We were born for God, but we were born without Him, mm. um, which is a very disorienting thing. Like, who, okay, who? So your real identity, your your real super secret identity, is that you are a child of God. You don't know that. You um, you have to find your way into that uh, identity. We would call that being born again, right? Um, yes. And meeting Jesus. Yes. Who is the center of all things and saying, hey, Nick, I, I know that since you've been born, you don't know who you are. Um, come to me and, I'll, and I will show you who you are. I'll show you your true identity. Okay? Okay. So I would go back to your, your, uh, your name growing up. Every one of us grew up in a home 
where somebody told you what your name is. They didn't just name you Nikos Reidis. Yeah. Okay. They, they, there was other things that went along with it. You're the baby. Right. You know, you're the uh, whatever. You, in our homes, you, you could be a lot of different things. You could be the smart one. You could be the stupid I, one. You I could was, be the, the goat that gets blamed for everything. You could be the hero of the family, the golden child. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Oh, if you want to see a good uh, uh, movie about this, and I know you don't want to watch it, but you should watch this, Encanto. Uh, the three sisters that are uh, outlined there is very, very interesting. Like, uh, I'm the I'm the strong one. I'm not nervous. I'm as strong as the crust of the earth is. That's a great song, right? Anyway, watching Kanto, you'll know what I'm talking about. So, what what happened in that movie? In our lives, someone handed you a script. Here, read it. This mm-hmm. is who you are. Yeah. Until you meet Jesus, you don't have anything but the script. Like. So you don't have anything but an inauthentic self. So what you have is because we're all born with the image of God, you're born with the, what I would call the vestiges, the vestiges, the, the, the underneath um, structure of a child of God. It's there in principle. It just hasn't been called into life yet, and it hasn't taken root yet, and it hasn't been exposed yet. So when you put on the rabbit suit and started hopping around, um, you did what everybody does. Okay. So my question, not my question, what I wanted to talk about is, I've started to, to read the Gospels um, like this, which I think this is, this, is, this is a legit thing right here. When you see Jesus come onto the scene in, in the Gospels, you're seeing the, the single human being, the one person in the history of the world who did not have any doubt about who he was. He knew who he was. He knew who he was. Okay. He didn't have to have Mary to tell him, this is who you are. Or Joseph, this is who you yes. are. He knew who he was. Now, I'm not saying there wasn't cultural, you know, there were lessons learned. And, and actually, the scripture says he grew in favor, uh, in, in grace and favor with, uh, or knowledge and favor with men and God, which is an interesting, yeah, interesting, wow. interesting thing. So there must be like, he was an oak tree that was six inches t- tall, son of God, and he grew up into the full son of God. But the, in principle, the full son of God was there the whole time. So when Jesus shows up on the scene, he's not looking for somebody to tell him who he is. When I show up on the scene on any given day, my inauthentic self might be looking for somebody to tell me who I am. Does that make sense? total but a person who knows who they are walking into anything a person who knows who they are and i mean as a person before god walks into a friendship well i'm not trying to get my identity out of you i already know who i am so i can actually love you i can actually you know speak truth to you i'm it's not risky for me i'm not going to lose my identity when you talk about authentic self, is it the same? Do you, are, you, are you saying that the authentic self is all? Everyone is the same? Oh no, 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 no. Okay. No, I, I mean, mean I, I'm a I, child of God. You, okay. Yeah. Well, that, or is that my authentic self? You have, that you're talking you have two about? other brothers, right? I mean, they're they're very different from you. Yes. But they're saretis. Right. Right. Okay. So they're unique selves, but they're authentically saretis. Right. I got gotcha. you. Right. So you and me are sons of the same father, 
and you have you have an authentic self and I have an authentic self at its core my name at its core my name is son of God so how do you find that authentic self got to talk to the Holy Spirit because it starts within the conversation with the Holy Spirit hey you need to be born again you need to know Jesus so you can figure out who you are see I think most people inter- try to introduce people to Jesus like hey you don't want to go to hell no I don't want to go to hell I, I do want to go to heaven I mean but I got a lot of problems between now and then <laughs> like hell hell it's hellish to live without an authentic identity and constantly in every situation be trying to figure out who I am All right, so let's let's go to there so let's talk about that you so you go to the Holy Spirit and say yeah talk about you what did you I'll do me but you do you first what, what did you do well to get the, your authentic self to know who you really are starting the conversation it's okay first being born again starts the principle of now I now I have started to have the ability to know who I am. I made now I'm made for God, now I have God. Right. All right. Now I start talking to God. Which is which, the whole point. I'm gonna send you a counselor, a comforter, and a helper. This is a show about the Holy Spirit. Right. We love him, he's our best friend. Your best friend, my best friend, started to tell me who I am. And here's the funny thing, I was ignoring him for a long time. I wasn't really talking to him directly. He was talking to me kind of indirectly. Like I know that he was talking this whole time. But I'm not sure I was listening, no. you know, until a lot of pressure got put on my life. Various things come, right. marriage, kids, uh, health problems, all kinds of things come that expose your inauthenticities that oh. they, don't, they just don't work. It just doesn't work. Try to be an inauthentic self in a marriage and you end up divorced or, you know, at least emotionally divorced. Yeah, right. Try to raise your kids... Um, as an inauthentic self and you'll ruin your relationship with your kids your, your kids won't know who they are you won't know who you are you know that was I, I, well let me go there here's one that broke down I wanted to be a dad thought being a dad was be the coolest thing in the world and it was until both of my kids left home okay so it, it wasn't I wouldn't quite say it's inauthentic to call myself a dad but it's definitely not a big enough identity. So in some ways, that's inauthentic to call myself somebody's dad. I've got to be a son of God before I can be a father of anybody else. So let's, I'm trying to get to the practical part. So you ask the Holy Spirit, who is, who, what, what did he say to you? He told me my name. Well, here's the thing. Like three years ago, three, three years ago, I was, I, I was reviewing my, my journal he started saying, you're my Elijah. And I'm going, okay. I mean, what does that mean? Right. It, it shows up. It shows up throughout, like, three years ago. It starts showing up in my, my journal. I'm just sitting there, and I, I hear this. You're my Elijah. I'm like, okay, great. What does that even mean? <laughs> it starts with, like, okay, I'm willing to listen to you. Tell me whatever you want. And then he says weird things like that. Everybody that meets God in the Bible, go look at it. Everybody that yeah. meets God in the Bible gets disoriented. Because they're like, he says crazy things. Hey, Abraham, father of nations, Gideon, mighty warrior, you know, Moses, leader of a nation. All these people go, what? You know, what are you talking about? I, I'm a coward. I'm, I can't talk. I, oh I am old and I can't have children. I mean, all the things. He says these very weird things. So he's saying the weird thing he says to me, you're my Elijah. <laughs> like, okay. So I said, I did what I think most of us do. I go look in the Bible. I go look up Elijah's stories and see what, what's there. And 
So I read that, and uh, I started to get some ideas about you know, maybe what Elijah did, but it didn't sink in to like, we, we read this book, Fearless, by Jamie Winship not long ago, um, and, he, and it comes around to this, like, will you ask him your name? That's right. So I went, oh, well, you already told me my name. I said, oh, now I'm going to go read the Bible differently. I'm going to go read the Bible mm-hmm. like, like, who is Elijah? What's his name? Like, Elijah's his, you know, you're Nick, I'm Ron, but Elijah is what? And I, once I started reading it that way, I'm like, oh, Elijah is a risk taker. Elijah is a disruptor. Elijah is, a, is unconventional. You know, I started to get these things out of the conversation that I was having now with the Holy Spirit and the scriptures, because that's what happened. I'm reading it with him while he tells me about me. Now I have a name. Now I have a name. I mean, I'm... And, and what, by knowing your name, what does that do for you? My name, let me just put that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, so what's your my, name? My name is a connector. I'm a connector. I'm a builder. I'm a facilitator. Yeah. Okay. So when you know your name, what changes in your everyday life for you? Well, it helps me not be so frustrated with people who don't have my name. Like, yeah. Tina is not, look, I'm a disruptive teacher. That's, that's what I think my name is, a, a disruptive teacher. Uh, and there's some other parts of that. Risk taker is in there and unconventional. Okay. But when, or with, with you, I mean, we had a discussion this week. I like, why didn't you do, why didn't you do this? Which was a very disruptive thing. I'm like, why don't, yeah, I, you were why telling don't you me. Why don't you say this? Right? Why don't you say this? Which would have been what I would do. Right. And you said, I never thought about it. Now, in the past, I would have gone, well, why not? <laughs> No, that's it only good. makes sense. No, that's a good point. And, and you're like, no, I never thought about it. And I used to think, you didn't think about it. You're just a coward. And now I go, oh, wow, I'm really ungracious because your name isn't disruptive teacher. Your name's facilitator. Your name's connector. And it was a very, that was not a connective thing to do. No. no. You were being you. I wanted you to be me. So how does that work out in my, my relationships? You, you, you I can what, love you better. Here, here's the funny thing. We've known each other for two decades now. And just that conversation, three, okay? And uh, I thought you were giving me something else when you just put your hand up. But anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, why, why would I do that? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, he thinks I was flipping him off. Okay. I, was, I was saying three for three okay. decades. That and, and tells you something about our relationship. Here's the point. The point is, we just learned something about ourselves. I mean, that's big. Yeah. I mean, we discussed, we, we had a conversation this morning about how our relationship has probably changed. It has changed from that. And we're we're understanding. And let me just, as we're getting, coming to a close, let's just talk about. We mentioned my wife, and and uh, does she know what her name is, and has she uh, gone through that exercise? How that can actually help a marriage if you know, if your spouse knows, if you both know what your names are. Yeah, yeah. But, but in, in what way? Communication. Well, just like just like I just said. So why? I'm frustrated with you because you didn't do what I would have done. You didn't do what disruptor teacher would do. Now, okay, now Correct. when I know your name and you know my name, now we give each other grace. I'm like, oh, no, you're, you're acting like who you are. Correct. And I don't have an argument with that. Okay, here's the thing. I'm not going to have an argument with that because I didn't make you. Oh, that's beautiful. I, d- I didn't. See, here's the, our, our main problem, I think, is our inauthenticity in our marriages and relationships are this. You're my son. This is what you. This is what son does. You're my daughter. This is what daughter does. You're my wife. This is what wife does. You're my husband. This is what husband does. Okay, 
these are all legitimate names, but they're they're not the big name. The big name is the big name is this. You are a son of God, a daughter of God, who has another name. Like what did he name you? Now, that person is interacting with the person who is also the wife. Now it changes everything. How do how do you want to talk to Pam? Like how does facilitator connector talk to Pam? Okay. How does Pam receive facilitator connector? If you know this, you've got such an advantage. Oh my gosh. Um, and this is okay. So I, I've never heard that in any kind of marriage counseling. Seriously, no, that yeah. that is just what's well, radical. That is radical. Yeah, it is. You're actually speaking to how God created you, who you are, and you're giving grace because that's not how they're made. Right. That's and so, huge. So that's why I'm trying to say I just landed here on Jesus. Why does it? Why does Jesus look so peaceful? Because he's, he, he really 100% knows who he is all the time, every day. When he walks into a situation and people call him the devil, he doesn't go, hmm, I wonder if I'm the devil. You know, when the devil tempts him in the wilderness and says, hey, if you're the son of God, turn the, turn the rocks into bread, he doesn't go, hmm, I wonder if I need to like, prove, prove that I'm the son of God. He already knows. It's too late. Jesus already knows who he is. Listen, if you walk into your marriage like this or into your parenting or into your workplace like this, you walk in there completely available to be you and you know how to act because you know who you are. If you don't know who you are, you don't know how to act. You, you only have an act. You're only acting. Mm. <laughs> but, but if you know who you are, you, you know how to act. I know that in a situation, I'm going to be a disruptive teacher. I just know it. And if I'm not, I'm, I'm not being true to myself, and it creates dysfunction, anger, bitterness, frustration. Jesus, Jesus is never frustrated. He's never frustrated. He does get angry, but that anger comes right out of that authentic identity too. And it's a, it's a whole different way to, to live. It's a whole, a, a, an authentic self coming into any situation. Things move in front of it. They, just, they take their place in front of it. And it's very clear, and it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful way to live. Thanks for joining us today for this week's episode of Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we talk about who? The best friend who tells us how to live in freedom, truth, and love. For more information about him or the show, you can join us at www.ronandnicksbestfriend.com. And don't forget to subscribe. I think it's great. No, that's, there's great stuff there.